The Cubs just can't seem to get on a roll. We break it all down next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Tuesday episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. The Cubs have an inability to get on a roll as they continue to falter in series finales this season, this time losing 5-0 to the Padres on Monday. Cubs seemingly going one step forward, one step back, even one step forward, Two steps back all campaign. Cubs now back to seven games under 500. Sam, there's a number of places where we can start. Uh, the fact that they can't get on a roll in general, maybe series finale discussion. Uh, potentially how they're not a fun team at all. Uh, there's also the strike zone in this in this ball game. Yeah. Uh, which one of the three pitch clock violations by Hendricks was your favorite? <laughs> Uh, his overall lack of sharpness, or perhaps no adjustments offensively. Where would you like to start? Well, I, I would clap back. I didn't think Hendricks was a big problem tonight. Um, six innings, three earned, um, one right. bad, one bad inning. Uh, this is who he is. Uh, this yeah. is a fifth. This is a fifth starter. This is a tough lineup. It's one of those games, Matt. I'd say in a vacuum in a vacuum, you know, meaning not th- talking about going into it, not talking about going out. It would be one of those games. I would just say, Hey, you know, flush the tape, move on from it. Um, you know, you didn't have calls go your way. If Snell's getting those calls, his only, his only weakness as a pitcher is his walks. So if he's not walking people, he's tough. Yeah. You know, you move on, but you mentioned it. You don't have that luxury because you're, you know, in second to last place, and you need to start stacking wins together. So you can't just do that. You can't just flush it. You know, all these games matter because they need to get on a roll. And it feels like they've been playing better. But, you know, they're four and three in their last seven, which you would take against Tampa and San Diego. They've won a bunch of one-run games in those situations. But that isn't making up any ground. They haven't, they've lost right. ground, I believe, since then. Yeah, they have. So for the same reason earlier in the year, people would say, hey, well, the Cubs are losing a bunch of games, but they're still only two out. Well, now they're winning some games, but they're not winning enough to make up any ground. And if the standings are what matter, you know, it gets to be frustrating. So, right. you know, it's annoying. My, my takeaway, like what bothered me in this game is that Seiya Suzuki looks bad again. And he was starting to creep towards you know, that 880, 890, 900 OPS plateau, which is where you hope he'd get. And I just, I'm starting to think that, you know, this might just be who he is. 
which is still a nice baseball player, but it's not a guy that you build your lineup around. It's not a guy you stick in the middle of the lineup every day and say that's his spot. So hopefully he could turn it around. I, I don't believe he had a base hit this series. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was it was a disaster of a game from the start. Everything went wrong. Blue pits, bad umpire calls. It was nice to see Ross get tossed. We'll talk about that. But uh, I, I guess to answer your question, we can start with it all. There's this, this not, yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, they're front think- runners. They're front runners. When they when they get off what to a good start, yeah. when they get off to a good start and everything's rolling, they win. When they face a little bit of adversity in the game, they're down two, three, zero. They they go down like a sack of potatoes. And that's ex- just exactly what happened Monday. I I'm sorry to say, but I I didn't watch much of this game after the top of the third. I I was just defeated. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it was frustrating from the beginning, and and yeah, I get it with with the zone. We'll we'll talk about it, but it's um they're really hitting a lot of parts of the no the no fun bingo card. You know, Sunday night I ended up rewatching our episode from from late March, and it was titled "What What Defines a, a Good Cub Season in 2023." And I rewatched basically the whole show, especially the first segment. And of course, to nobody's surprise at this point, especially not me, you said that for as much as you would like to track players individually, it's going to come down to the win-loss results. That ultimately in this type of a year, based on how this franchise is going, you are paying it. Yeah, you would like to see Suzuki have a nice year and Swanson have a good debut with, with the Cubs. But it's going to come down to the wins and losses. That's exactly what you said. And I said they have to win more than they lose. I said 82 and 80 would be a good year if we're talking wins, losses. And now there's seven games under again. And it doesn't look to me like there's any life. And trend, trending badly. Trending badly. I, and I know I know people are going to say four and three in their last seven. I get it. But I know just, that. But, but it's the big picture, folks. Life. It's not just about the last week. It's not just about, you know, Monday. You know, you know, and again, Hendricks is a is a a hero of mine as a fan. Yeah, but he allowed a two run homer to Gary Sanchez, who has been on three teams already this year. Yeah, and he threw a good pitch. Yeah, you know, Blake Snell is effectively wild if that's still a term. Sure, sixty one percent strikes. You want sixty plus, so he was there. Yeah, but he had some pitches that were just not competitive. He yeah. throws a shutout through six K's eight. Yeah, Suzuki might be a bust. <laughs> Swanson continues to chase. Hap yeah. is ice cold. Morell is freezing cold, and Mervis might not be on the team. Right, right. Where's he at? I, I know he wasn't going to start against a lefty, and then it's probably not going to start tomorrow either. The fact that they're this bad. In this National League. That's, yeah. How are they this bad in this National League and in this NL Central? The Pirates won their sixth straight game Monday and are now back in first place. And they have on paper what you would call an average roster. If that. The paper would would be crumpled a bit. It's so, it's so average. Right. It's not even a clean, loose-leaf sheet. 
and they've won six in a row. Right. I mean, what are we doing here? Andrew McCutcheon. They're Brian, the opposite of what I thought they would be. The, the opposite, opposite. The opposite. The opposite. I thought they'd be Pittsburgh. Andrew McCutcheon, Brian Reynolds, Connor Joel, Carlos Santana. Ar- Let's go through it. R. Castro, whoever that is. Cabrian <laughs> Hayes. Uh, Jay Bay. Uh, M. Matthias. Hedges. And then pitching today was Oviedo. He's got a 4-2-9. And the only thing that they really have on paper that's significantly better than the Cubs is their bullpen. Uh, Holderman, Bednar. Yeah, it's a solid uh, pen. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is a, is a star player. Yeah, I'd say he's a good, he's a really good player. Yeah. Um, you know, but but yeah, they're, it, it's just about maxing out what you have, and the Cubs are just very underwhelming. And, uh, you know, hopefully – Hopefully Tuesday night they're they're two and two on this trip. Hopefully they can win Tuesday night, get to three and two, and it, it feels like they never can win that game. That like for example, like I texted you today, they win today. We come on the show tonight saying the Cubs are pretty hot right now. Five out of seven Rays Padres. They never can win that game. That, never. They had a chance to sweep Tampa. They find a way to lose. Um, I believe they're now four and fourteen in season finale or series finales this year. Yeah, it's poor. Uh, poor, thankfully, right? this at least was on a Monday. Yeah, right. No, they finally won a Sunday game because it wasn't a finale. Right. So, who, who should I thank for that? Who should I write a thank you card note to that to that for? <laughs> yeah, no, it was Jiminy uh, Christmas, dude. It was a lifeless performance tonight. Thank and, you. Uh, and um, you know, there's some really troubling things. I mean, Morell, right? Mervis doesn't even play, and <laughs> you know. I had a late dinner, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of why. I and just what did you, what did you get? Or I had a grilled chicken sandwich. Okay. Yeah, uh, we can't really talk about companies on this show. I guess. No, I had a grilled chicken sandwich about eight fifteen. By the time I finished it, it was three nothing San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, when the highlight of the game is the manager getting tossed, it's usually not a good one. But uh, yeah. hey. The good news is this. Oh, I got nothing. Hey, we're going to talk about the manager <laughs> coming up next. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. You're still thinking about going to a Cubs game this year? No. You can buy your tickets with Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Certainly not as stressful as. These Cubs games, and uh, you blink, they're out of these games, dude. Uh, game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. As Suzuki strikes out again with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDOUTMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDOUTMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. The Cubs play the Angels at 838. Kind of an odd time. PM Central Tuesday, and you can listen to every pitch. With the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM, 
on the SXM app, search Cubs or tune into channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on Sirius XM. David Ross was ejected from Monday's game for arguing balls and strikes. And there was a balls and strikes problem, especially early by home plate umpire Phil. Is it Phil Cuzzy, right? Yes. Thank you. Uh, clear definition of the strike zone from the top of the first is because he was calling pitches one or two balls, maybe even more outside of his own strikes. Uh, Ross was ejected one inning later in the top of the second. Uh, but I guess my position, Sam, is, is it's a little bit of like a too little too late almost is kind of my 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 instinct. I'm glad that he went out there. However, there have been numerous opportunities to do so in the first 59 games. Sure. Especially sure. balls and strikes on your three, four hitters. Right. And Suzuki. Yeah. Right. Um, so I thought I would have a more uh, enthusiastic response to it, mm-hmm. but it was actually somewhat muted on my side. Yeah, I think for me, like you said, it's it's really not about the whole – I don't really believe in the whole, hey, man, fire up the team thing. It's it's about defending your players because right. Happ, Happ and Suzuki really rely on borderline pitches going their way for them to be successful, and over and over again they get rung up on them. And so right. it, it was nice to see. I, th- I think his, his point of view today was, all right, it's a big zone. You know what? That's probably going to help Kyle. And then once Kyle had got, was starting to get squeezed off of what was supposed to be a big zone, that was enough. I enjoyed it. I thought it was appropriate. Um, it was nice to see. Um, you know, it was unfortunate that literally as he got ejected, I think three pitches later, the game was over. Um, right. Which talks, about, which, which talks about how important those pitches were, because who knows? Uh, I, I, you know, I thought it was, um, I thought it was appropriate. So, you know. Uh, I, I've been asking for him to do it, so I'm not going to get on him for doing it. Um, I, I just thought on, on the defensive side of the ball for Kyle Hendricks, I just thought it was just a really unlucky outing tonight. I thought he had good stuff. I know he had made some tough p- pitches. I know Sanchez hit one ball well and Carpenter right, hit right. it well. But overall, it's like the hit that Machado had to start that inning was yeah. – and then the pitch clock violations. And then that was about as visibly frustrated as I've ever seen Kyle Hendricks. I don't know if he was frustrated with Amaya because they couldn't get on the Maybe. same page. They couldn't get on the same page at all. Or if he was frustrated with just the rule changes, if he was frustrated with Pitchcom, it'd be a nice thing to find out. It was, you know, we're recording here, you know, right after the game. I'd like to look at that. But he was, was like definitely probably a combo platter of frustration, right? He was definitely visibly frustrated, and he usually doesn't show it. I mean, I've seen Kyle Hendricks have some of the worst outings a starter can have, uh, but he was frustrated tonight. So it's nice to see, nice to see a couple guys on the team, you know, show emotions. Like for me, and I, I know this will rub a lot of people the wrong way, but that's fine. For me, like when they're down five zero. And Christopher Morell smiling and like picking up the helmet for Gary Sanchez and stuff like that doesn't do much for me. Like I, I like when right. the players of my team show that they're upset that this team stinks. Um, some for some people it doesn't matter, and I'm totally here for that. But that's just how I am. Yeah, you've been like that for a while. Yeah, and uh, it's not funny. You know, yeah. please, please, no one. Just a PSA, please, nobody, nobody posit. 
the, the, the narrative that the umpire cost the Cubs the game, please. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't help. Okay, the, the umpire missed calls, but I, I got news for you. Ross and the Cubs have missed the call in 2023. Yeah. The, the call to contend, done. Yeah, it's going to stop. Call to be interesting, done. It's going to stop ringing pretty soon. Call to be fun, done. And, and so many other labels to pick from. It, it's not an umpire, folks. No, no. But. Okay. But he did, he did hurt them in the early stages of that game. You know, and did he work on a dance move or two in the clubhouse? And how about, how about, did you catch it like a few innings later? There was a called third. He didn't even know it was a called third, the umpire. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had, well, he had, and, and justifiably, the one that Ross got thrown out on, Phil Cuzzy did a freshman umpire thing. Yeah, you can't. Where he actually <laughs> had a flinch on a ball call. Yeah, like, like a. His like arm a, actually started to go up to call a strike. No, like a hard flinch. Yeah, a bad flinch. Correct. Yeah. You know, he he had a bad night tonight. He had a bad night. It hurt the Cubs. They probably were gonna uh, he lose was brutal. Re- he they probably were going to lose regardless. But like Sutcliffe said, late games, you'd like to see how that first inning would have went if they got that call. The, the worst call of the game was the three two on Amaya. That was ridiculous. Right. That that breaking ball never started. It was a breaking ball, right? Yeah, it's it's it is what it is. But again. I don't have a problem with umpiring when you're consistent, which he wasn't tonight, but the Cubs seem to do a pretty bad job of adjusting to that, especially happens Suzuki. Like I and people always say, Sam, you can't adjust to it and change your approach if the umpires sure you can. I mean, I grew up every, over the course of a game. Yeah, every game that I played in growing up, there was a guy, hey, we'd be told, hey, this guy's gonna give a few inches outside, so you yeah. gotta protect. That's just part of the game. Right after that first inning, yeah, you have information. Yeah, and to Both be fair, sides. to be fair, after like the sec after Ross got ejected, he cleaned it up, and that's why I call for a guy like that to get ejected because mm, it actually okay. impacts the it actually impacts the game because Ross you got to remember when Ross comes out he is he has the the footage he has the iPad so he can tell the umpire and that's what he did he goes you missed and he said you're missing by this much yeah so yeah, the ump right. the ump knows and then he cleans it up that's the value of getting wow. ejected you're going to get calls after that he's going to clean it up so it is what it is it didn't we're we're talking about it too much it didn't it didn't the outcome of the game was the outcome of the game vegas had the had the padres i think they closed at like minus 180 for a reason so oh boy okay i didn't know it was that bad all right, coming up next, we go through some news and notes, uh, injury updates, but also a couple other uh, updates as well. Stay tuned. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. But when we spend all our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. And you can do that with BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash MLB. We're back here on Locked On Cubs. Wasn't sure. Actually, I am sure. Uh, We didn't officially report that Justin Steele did go to the IL. He will miss at least two starts, although I have a a, a theory, Sam, 
Um, and I'm guessing listeners can guess the tone of my my Cubs fandom right now. But I think Steele's going to return after the All-Star break. Wow. <laughs> I, especially with how poorly they're doing. Yeah. I think they're going to be conservative with that. Yeah. Um, Cody Bellinger, his timeline is still unclear despite him talking to reporters on Sunday, although he might be back. Sutcliffe might have leaked out that he's going to report to Mesa this week before we go going out on a rehab assignment. Yeah. He might be back by like Labor Day. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, uh, let me just, it, oh yeah, quick, please. Let me just correct myself. They just changed the air, uh, for wisdom. So all four runs for Hendricks were earned. That feels cruel. Well, that's an error. Yeah. That feels very cruel. How did that get changed based on what it's right? It's a routine GB. Yeah, no, um, it went literally right under his glove, dude. Yeah. The steel thing. Um, I, I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, they can't even make plays, man. <laughs> the steel thing, I, I, I wouldn't put a top. I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't go that far, but I definitely right. hear, what, hear what you're saying. Well, and I'm again, tortured. That's why I'm putting and, it out there. And again, there's been no, there's been no credibility with these injuries. I mean, yeah, forty-eight no out- of the doubt. 48 hours after Bellinger was injured, Ross said he could pinch hit in Philadelphia and he's still not close to playing. So, um, you know, then the, look, the, the news you take away from it is that there's nothing structurally wrong with his elbow. And, and, and that's what I've taken and then leave it be was has got an opportunity on Tuesday to show that he could, you know, he's been able to figure some things out. He's going to face, you know, a, a, a first ballot hall of famer and one of the greatest, most talented baseball players of all time. So we'll see how that goes. That's 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 true. Uh, also, a couple other notes. <laughs> go 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 get him, Hayden. Christopher Morrell did pregame work Monday at first, at first base. I, I, I'm worried about how the Cubs are going to get Trout out because I, I, I watch Trout all the time. All he has is the way you get him out is you throw you throw face high, chest high fastballs. There's nobody on the Cubs that throws that pitch. Yeah, I don't even want to preview the Angel series. <laughs> they also have Otani. He's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's, he's one of the great. That's what that's what I was talking about when I said one of the greatest baseball players ever. Oh, Trout first ballot Hall of Famer. Otani, one of the greatest talents ever. And the final notes: uh, the Cubs. It'll be like Hunter Renfro will hit a couple homers. <laughs> final note here: I just wanted to update everybody so we're on the same page. Edwin Rio still holds a roster spot despite <laughs> two turns on this roster as he is two for 28 with 16 strikeouts. And that's the show. Well, we got, we got, we do have some good news. All right. Uh, I think Ben Brown's now in the top hundred. Oh yeah. Because um, somebody right. graduated. I forgot who it was, but uh-huh. uh, so, so two, so two pitchers in the top hundred PCA Alcantara. Let's get a win Tuesday. All right. Cubs Angels, uh, at least a, a consistent first pitch time all three days. 838. After a, a cavalcade of them against the Fathers. <laughs> uh, what a weird, what a weird series this was. A very strange series. Hey, four and three versus the Padres. <laughs> Shout out to the everydayers who are with us all five episodes throughout the week. And you. 
can be coming every day or by checking us out each and every weekday. And if you're checking us out at each and every weekday, I, I say God bless you. And I don't, and I don't mean because you're sneezing. <laughs> um, we really appreciate that, despite the Cubs' uh, performance. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and streaming on SiriusXM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.